Hey everyone, Mr. Devil here, Kenny Danico, three-time Stanley Cup champion of the New Jersey Devils, and you're listening to the Uncle Puckers New Jersey Devils podcast with Chris, Dan, Bobby, and Tony, the Uncle Puckers. Let's go Devils! What's up, guys? We are the Uncle Puckers. Thank you for checking us out. I'm Chris with Bobby, Dan, and Tony. And uh, thanks for checking us out on the Hockey Podcast Network, where we are now part of, which has been pretty cool so far. So thank you guys so much for checking us all out. What's up, boys? No, what is going on? How, how, how are we doing? I was just thinking, actually, if one of us passed away or something, how are we going to edit that intro? Our name, the way our names are placed. I don't know why that just popped into my brain, but as we're hearing, you know. He's just going to lie about it and say that he went away for a little, he's on vacation, you know. Keep, or keep the name as like a tribute, right? And we'll, we can't get rid of the guy. No, we just replace whoever dies with somebody Just else. go find another Bobby. Exactly. Yeah, right. we just exactly. go find someone. Uh, we're not gonna I got change. one lined up for you. That's we're not going to change the fucking <laughs> intro just because one of us dies. Come on, that's or way leaves. too much work. <laughs> or at least, you know, Bobby, you keep threatening it. I might just X you out of here. Bobby, so. if the intro starts and your name's not in it, we forget to tell you. you oh, I see. It'll be a we, shock. I think we do have one with just three of us. We do. There we is, have yeah. me, you, and Bobby. And then, is that uh, what it was? Yeah. yeah. I forgot. Yeah. So we have is a that the These Three Guys? Yeah. These Three Guys. New Jersey Devils. Three fucking idiots. These Bleeding <laughs> Guys. Let's not use that one. I don't have that one anymore. That's so good. We just stick with Danico. Yeah. So you guys have any uh, any plans this weekend? Any good stuff going on? I'm headed to Music Fest. You're going to Latvia? In three hours. I'm heading to Raven. This show's over. Aren't you already in Latvia? Where no, where are no, you? No. <laughs> what, where are you? It's not Latvia? Where I was confused. I? The other Baltic country that yes. starts with an L. I am oh. Louisiana? Yeah. Louisiana. Lestonia. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, we're okay. headed. We're heading to Riga tomorrow with the kids, so uh, that's our weekend plans. What do, you, cool. what do you do? What do you do in Latvia for fun? What, what happens that's a there? Good question. I've never been. This is my first time. I've actually oh, never cool. been there, so it's like three hours away. It's like in Latvian virgin. Yeah. yeah, the hockey team had an impressive run this year, didn't they? You know. How about you, B? What are you doing this weekend? We have a little local music fest tomorrow. A little all day, all night kind of thing. Food vendors, tons Village of bands. People. Sounds like fun, yeah. They're, they're highlighting, of course. Nice. Yeah, good time. And you got anything nice planned, Dan? No, I've got to go to a <laughs> got to go to some kind of memorial. So it's not not a fun um, time. No, it's yeah. not. It's not. I, I have to work. That's not fun either. But I'd no. rather be working than going where you're going. Hey, Bobby, so, you. I was going to ask you really fast. You, you brew beer, right? You still do you do that actively? Oh yes. Nice, nice. Now, well, no, what do you do? Like, just brew one kind, or do you have several kinds? Oh no, I'll try everything. I've okay. got some that I prefer to do. But so, can we make a Uncle Pucker branded beer? Sure. All right, and we got to call it something other than just the Uncle Pucker and hot sauce, Chris, right. and hot sauce. and hot sauce. Yeah. So, what do you guys think? What do we name our beer? Yeah. We'll think about that. We can get to the name. We can have the listeners help us with that. I like the it. Style. Take a little bit from all different people. We can make a little game out of it. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. All right. All right. That'd be awesome. Maybe we'll run a little contest and we'll see a listener that wins and then we can, you know, 
drink the beer house, and tell them how out. good it tastes. Yeah. <laughs> so don't you wish you had this beer? Exactly. And then when it's really, really good, and uh, maybe we get a local sponsor or two down in Jersey, we bring the recipe to them, we have them scale it up, and we have a party. We call it foreplay, right? That's what we're doing, foreplay. Playing sure. for our fourth Stanley Cup, <laughs> foreplay. That's right. That's good. The Uncle Pucker foreplay beer. Sounds uh, good. Programming note, next week, the Uncle Puckers will be interviewing Mr. Jim Dowd from Brick, New Jersey. For any youngins that are not wow. familiar with Mr. Dowd, he was the first ever player drafted to the NHL, born in New Jersey. Uh, played his high school career in Brick, New Jersey. Was a part of the 1995 Stanley Cup champion team. Um, first New Jersey Devil player to have his, or New, uh, New Jersey native rather, to have his name etched in Lord Stanley's Cup. Uh, man scored the game-winning goal, Game 2, in the 1995 Finals against the Red Wings. Um, so, yeah, we will be interviewing him. So, guys, anybody listening, any questions that you have for Jim Dowd, we will be more than happy to ask him when we interview him. Send any questions to unclepuckers at gmail.com, and we will make sure to give you a shout-out and ask Jim your question. So that'll be up next week sometime, and just wanted to give it a little programming. Very there. exciting. Yeah, you know, Jim, I'm really looking forward to it. If you look at how many games he played, too, I mean, the guy played 720-something games. Oh, he was like, in the league, yeah, what, 18 yeah. years, 17 years? years. For a yeah. while, yeah. I mean, he's flipped some teams and stuff. But, Jim, you know, he had a he had a uh, – he's spent a lot of time in the NHL. And that's yeah, definitely he, exciting to have him on. You know, anybody that can grind out a 17-year career as a, you know, bottom six grinder like he did, I mean, you did your job well. There, there's a lot to that, right? Because seriously, I mean, the shelf life of most people just in terms of years is nowhere near that. And then when you put him in the role that he had to play, and this is a kid that came out, like he was a scoring machine, right? Yeah. Like we've talked about this before. How do you adjust to the NHL because you want to stay there? Talk about a guy who figured out how to stay there. 17 years? Yep. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're really looking forward to chatting with him. You know, so imagine the stories he has too, because you know he was he was in the locker room when they won the cup with Bruce Dole, yeah. Stevens, Lemieux, the guys that he was part of on that team, the flights that they must have taken during those playoffs. Like, this is the kind of stuff that I'm kind of hoping that we hear a lot about because this is the stuff I've always wondered about. You know, like how imagine that you're flying on this plane and think of all the teammates that roster. The guys that were on that team, yeah. it's just, I mean, a Randy McKay sitting next to a Broughton by a Lemieux. It's like, fuck, man. Yeah, it was a hell of a team. And we can ask them all about it next week when we interview them. So, again, anybody had any questions for Mr. Dowd, unclepuckers at gmail.com. Um, so, I got a quick question for you. I was listening to um, um, Hockey State of Mind, uh, our, our friend of the show, Neil Valipiano. Um, Neil, yeah. Yeah, his show, on also on the Hockey Podcast Network. And he was doing a Q&A with some fans, and somebody had asked him a question. And I want to just pose the question to you guys and get your opinion. The question was, you have to start, start, sit, or cut. Okay? These players. I thought you said shart. <laughs> I think I sharted. That was, so last you that was during either. the recording. <laughs> short, that's in the devil you know. The shart, okay. shart, sit, or cut. And it was <laughs> Jack, Jack Hughes, right. um, uh, Patrick Elias in his prime, or Scott right. Stevens in his prime. We'll start with Dan. Um, who do you shart? You start all of who them. Who do you shit? <laughs> what team do you not cut? put all of them? Yeah, of course. That's what makes it hard, Dan. But that's part of the exercise. Shart, shit, or cut. <laughs> what team would I have to make this horrible choice? Like a, Dan, it's a, a fantasy draft. Game. Just answer the question. <laughs> all right. So, Mary, fuck, kill. 
Is yeah. that what we're playing it's, here? Except <laughs> it's 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 shart shit or cut. Okay. All right. Uh, in their prime. Oh boy. I can start, man. I'm going to sit Jack, and I love Jack, but you know what? I got you're some cups sit with him? the other guys. I got cups with the other guys already, so what do they always say? If you know you're going to get a cup, you're going to make some sacrifices. So, I Who love, says that? I, I Somebody said that? Man. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? You got to like <laughs> – with Scott Stevens, how do you sit Scott Stevens? I'm in – Okay, so you shart Scott, Scott Stevens? <sighs> or you shart Patrick Elias? I, uh, Stevens. What about it? You shard him? Yeah. <laughs> and you, you're, you're going to shard Stevens. You're going to shit. Yes. Who? Oh, I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm so fucking confused. Right. Right? I'm like, am I'm I sorry. that high? Yeah. Jack Hughes. I'm going to, so Jack Hughes, I'm going to sit. I'm going to speak in this term. Okay. Yeah. Speaking that. And right you're way. cutting Elias. Is that what you're saying? I, dude, it's I insane. Do any of this. Like, how do you do any of this? Do you know? No, yeah, I just, can't it's do fun. it. Yeah, shoot your mom or your dad. You know, unless you're Menendez, that's a bad choice. Uh, it's, that's it's, easier it's like than this. the Sophie's choice of hockey. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my, I would have to start Stevens. I have to agree with you. I go Stevens. I, I would and start I, Stevens. And I uh, sit Hughes and I cut Eliash. I, I don't know if I uh, – that's tough. That's Bob. a that's a 50-50 then. But I definitely got to start Stevens because he also was a captain, that you know, like a the super captain. leader on the team, the captain of captains, you know. Yeah. So that's why I think you start – that's the only reason I could put him in one category over the other two. The other two, I mean, Jack's got a lot of talent. I totally get it. Uh, it depends on the era I'm playing. So many other things. It's like a 50-50. See, yeah. What do you got, Bob? I mean, I think we all agree on one thing, and that's we're starting Scott Stevens. So that's pretty cool to see before us. The other two, it's really difficult. So I want to know, like, in their prime, right? So, so far, I guess prime is what Jack did last year. Yeah. And Eliash, we know what he's done in his prime. Only lost to Jack by one point. Uh, is this a playoff game? Is this a game seven? Like, I, I need to know this because I'm leaning yeah. towards – and I know you say, like, oh my God, you got to cut Jack. Well, I don't know what Jack's going to become. They didn't. They didn't specify. If they didn't this was specify a game of seven or any game. It's just a simple... if I have a must-win game, and I'm taking somebody in a prime, I'm not cutting Patrick Ilyash. He's clutch. So I'm. I have in this scenario, this stupid scenario, I have to cut Jack Hughes because I've wow. seen more of what Ilyash does in in the clutch. Wow, that's it. I now, said, I got to take him. Now, He's on waivers now, and somebody's going to just rip him off you your just roster? Pick him up. Now, oh, my I, God. I start Scott Stevens only because I feel like Scott Stevens would have been dominant in any era. I really do. I mean, this guy, yes, he was, you know, hit like a ton. He played great defense, but he also put up points, you know, early in his career. You're talking about a guy that in his career has had, I'll go 65, 61, 72, 68. 78 like these are a little earlier in his career and when he came to jersey he had to kind of take on a different role and he did it fantastic and he didn't complain and all he did was win three cups for it but the man could put up points if he needed to he played great defense and especially in that era from let's say 1994 to you know 2000 early 2000 you know six seven him and what Steve Eiserman had to have been the two best captains in the NHL. I mean, Scott Stevens was a leader. Patrick Elias was great. 
very clutch. But in this scenario, I just think Jack Hughes hasn't even hit his ceiling yet. And, uh, you know, if Jack can get a 20-year career in New Jersey, he'll crush all of Patrick Elias's numbers. And hopefully we'll have a couple of cups to go with it. Just so, dawned on me. My answer doesn't even make sense because I'm, I'm basing it on the fact that it's a must-win game, but I'm still sitting Elias. Yeah, you're right. Playing. He's not playing. I'm, I'm, I'm taking Stevens. Yeah. He's on your team, but you didn't dress him. Yeah. Well, He's I'm going to stick, stick with Elias so when we get him on the show, I could say I'm the only pucker who did that. So I can one-up. You know, Dan's putting Oliwa on his team. That's right. Okay. When we get Stevens on, then we can all talk about <laughs> We can all we talk about that. But that's why I would take Stevens. I just think Stevens was just an amazing leader. Yeah, I and, agree. And, and the reason that I keep Jack as well is because they're both instrumental in changing the direction of this franchise in different eras. Jack's doing it right now. Scott did it. Stevens did it back in the 90s and completely changed this franchise. Ilyas led the team in offense for absolutely. over a decade. He did I, it too. I'm, I'm, look, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to ever say anything negative about Elias. I'm saying just for this what, exercise. What do you like about Elias, Chris? Well, first of <laughs> tell all, us, why do let you me tell you why I hate him. What, I don't like his glasses. Oh, no. They make his ass look I love his glasses. They make his ass look fat. You know what he looks like? He looks like, uh, like um, what's the X-Men character? Beast guy or whatever, when he wears his glasses, Professor you know? X. Yeah, he's just wearing them to make Wolverine. himself look more, um, more, you know, professorial. You know, I don't know if he really needs them. You think that they're fake glasses? I don't know. I think it just goes with the whole look. <laughs> think he's I'd pain? like to see his prescription. I now you're picking on his eyes. Yeah, <laughs> weird man. And, I see and, him shoot. He didn't have uh, bad eyes at all. And and next week after we do the Dowd interview, we are interviewing Patrick Elias's optometrist. <laughs> where we will discuss. Right. <laughs> We're going to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> Investigative journalism by oh, Uncle Puckers. Man. You know, and another awesome. thing with Stevens though too was is that Stevens had such a presence on the ice that he changed the way people skated. He had they had to like watch for him like a shark. Yeah, I, mean, I just thought yeah, it was, it was like a shark. Or... You're right. Yeah, it was like it swimming was with like... a freaking shark. Yeah. Also, his glasses frame choice was much more conservative than Patrick Elias. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Well, Jack doesn't even wear glasses. glasses. Cut him. Cut him. Can't trust him. He doesn't have any glasses. What if he has contacts? I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. All right, fair enough. Um, So we got a fun show tonight. We got a devil you know. Tony's got a whole bunch of news and all, I guess, a couple of other things. But before we jump into that, we're going to just do a little shout out to our Hockey Podcast Network sponsors. So uh, let's just roll through those. Chris here for Raycon Wireless Earbuds. Now we've all been there. You pay an arm and a leg for a pair of premium earbuds only to find that the only thing premium about them was their price. That's why the Uncle Puckers only use Raycon wireless earbuds. Whether you're relaxing at the beach, listening to your favorite summer playlist, or catching up with your favorite hockey podcast at the gym, Raycons are the best way to listen. Raycons have tap functions to easily toggle between three customizable sound profiles like noise isolation and awareness mode. They come with custom gel tips for the most comfortable in-ear fit. A 32-hour battery life, including 8 hours of playtime, so you can listen to what you want, when you want, for a really long time. And they start at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And with the 30-day happiness guarantee, you really can't lose. So what are you waiting for? Create your own soundtrack with Raycon. Right now, 
Uncle Pucker listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash THPN. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. The Uncle Puckers is brought to you in part by DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. In West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKing.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Max bet $50. 10-plus leg required for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Remember, bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code THPN. Chris, can you play that again? I missed some of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll go through that one. Yeah. So thank you to Raycon and DraftKings, a nice uh, sponsors for us here on the Hockey Podcast Network. So My Raycon so. stayed charged for all 32 hours of that commercial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do love those gel tips. Yeah, yeah, I bet you do. Fit anywhere. <laughs> Wait, that, that's for your ears, right? <laughs> oh, they're supposed to go in your ears. <laughs> God damn it! No wonder why the wife is laughing at me. So, um, Dan, you want to do devil? You know, want to bang that out? Let's do yeah. it. You ready? I am ready. All Come right. Out. Shall we play a game? Buckle up, boys and girls. It is time for The Devil You Know on the Uncle Pucker New Jersey Devil Podcast. (laughs) That should be the buzzer, man. I don't know. It really is a wonderful fart. So we're going to play The Devil You Know. Today, Dan will give us clues of a former New Jersey Devil player. Myself, Tony, and Bobby will get to answer. We get three incorrect answers before we are eliminated. We can ask Dan any question we want. He can or cannot answer. It is completely up to him. And so far, Tony is in a major lead. Um, I can actually, if you guys want to know how many, uh, he's killing us. But uh, the last couple we had was uh, Rocky Trottier, Joe Neuendijk, um, Pascal Riom, a whole bunch of other guys. But today, Dan will ask the question. So, Dan, whenever you are ready, brother. All right. Um, this former devil... Uh, co-owns a pizzeria with another former devil in Montreal. So, 
I have it. Pizzerias in Montreal. I have a guess. Do it. Marty Brodeur. But this is where you there you go. All right. <laughs> I thought, there it is. I thought that, I, I thought he, he didn't, didn't want to press the button because it was I, his answer. Well, so I agree he definitely did or does, but I knew it couldn't be Marty Brodeur. I'll be honest, quick. I don't know if you noticed, I kind of struggled to give you the thumbs down because he's the co owner with this former devil. So you're not uh, okay, so, so wrong. Okay, okay. So he, okay. it's with this guy. Okay. Yeah, I got Marty you. is is uh, one of the a other owner. three uh, person owning team here. All the right. third one, I guess, actually knows the business of pizzerias, I hope. Not a hockey um, player. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, okay. So let's see. This this player, um, let's, he, <laughs> he has earned over $47 million over the course of his career. I don't know if that helps you at all. You guys $47 million? <laughs> to perspective, sure. Yeah. Wow. I mean, gives you an idea at least on – longevity or contract amount or some mix there. Uh, okay. You got to do some math there and figure it out. Any and, guesses yet? Well, uh, real quick. Um, but this, this yeah. guy, he played with Marty. Um, yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, he did. Okay. So you have an era there that mm-hmm. will help you. Um, he was drafted, uh, fairly low in the first round. Uh, and uh, that was in '94, by New Jersey. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's been to the All Star Game three times in his career. Wow. Hmm. First instance was 2004. Last was 2009. Is this guy also from Montreal? Is he a native of Montreal as well? He's not. Well, that's the buzzer sign that you asked for. But yes, I could I could answer verbally. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, no, so he's he was he's not from Montreal. Okay. He is not from Montreal. He's a native though of Canada. Okay. Just of Alberta, not okay. from the you know All right. Quebec province, but Alberta. Um. So there you go. There's another clue. This man is from Alberta. Um. Let's see. He is known for. Uh, marrying and you know subsequently divorcing no big deal um a former baywatch uh actress or from an, act- an actress from the Sheldon show baywatch. no yes tony Sheldon <laughs> yes wow I mean, uh, wow I, come on that's man insane. <laughs> that's insane that you got that from that, that was the, it was the baywatch thing he was on a one of those hockey podcasts a couple of months ago or a couple of wow months ago. okay and, and uh-huh. nothing no little tidbit has ever <laughs> eluded tony Yes, uh, just happened to be listening to a podcast three months ago. Well, no, <laughs> no, okay, guys, how many Sheldon, Baywatch podcasts do you Sheldon, listen to? Sheldon, yeah, you know, Sheldon, everybody knows that. Sheldon Wait, Sheldon do you know her name known, too? Sheldon, like, how much do you know? Because I never, I didn't recognize the name, it? Tony. Who is it? I don't know her name. I, don't, I just know. Sheldon I can't Sheldon remember now. I, I didn't write it down, but I didn't recognize it. Wasn't Pamela Anderson was known as like a, a ladies' man? Like he was one of those guys on the team. And I remember listening to an interview. They were talking about this guy was like, you know. Yeah, his, the, I think his, it was the strict, strict Chris, do they have any rain men in Minnesota? <laughs> or is it more evenly matched out there? <laughs> uh, was he married to Barbie Blank or no. Angelica Bridges? Bridges, yeah. That was his wife? I that don't remember. Okay. Yeah, I guess it didn't. They do have two children together. 
Um, he's in currently Dallas he's, he in? he's currently dating a uh, uh, model who's in Maxim and other places. So you know he does all right for himself. This he's guy. a dog. Uh, he's like a one. I was gonna get. To, I should probably should have done this one first. I don't know if this would have gave it away for Tony. I don't know how up you are in your First Nations tribes, but he's originally from. He considers his ancestry ancestry something called the Métis people. Yeah, okay. I don't think Tony would have gotten that. The Baywatch no, thing, he fucking gets. That was safe. Yeah, exactly. It's a he hockey also, podcast, man. And you know, I was going to get to after this, and I think you guys would have got it. He was particularly known for his really hard slap shot. Slap shot, yes. Yeah, I mean that was like a giveaway for Sean Sir. He actually in the '04 um, uh, uh, All Star Game uh, won the skills competition, or at least tied Adrian O'Coin for for a number the win uh on the hardest slap hardest shot. shot yeah, yeah. Okay. and uh he's he played he's, with montreal too he played with edmonton yep. right he did he played with uh the oilers in montreal uh but he plays with the devils the longest he still holds some records most power play goals in a season by a d-man in 0607 now if that was subsequently broken i'm not sure yeah i gotta look it up i don't remember i once it was like 17 or something like that wow i can look it up again but it was a lot and um it's possible it was uh you know uh broken i don't know but that was actually league wide, which is pretty wow. amazing. I um, like Sheldon Surrey. Yeah, yeah, he he's he was really he was a fun player to watch. Yeah. Uh, big guy, six four, two forty, something like that. Uh, in fact, he's he's also famously known for uh, coming to training camp. Uh, what I guess you would say, fat and overweight, and Lou Lamarillo teared him up, brand new asshole, and nice. he credits this as like, all right, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have made it. If somebody just let me go, you know, through emotions for a season or two out of shape. He took that to heart and he, you know, took his, uh, you know, his physical physicality at much more serious because of that. Um, yeah, it's pretty interesting looking up some of the stuff here on him. He's, uh, he's actually, you know, been given speeches and stuff on sobriety. That's where he's at these days and he's doing That's well. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. does a lot of charity golf stuff like that so it was interesting for me i to like catch that up pick, with what man. he's been doing I don't good know. job guys I think we're gonna have to i like it too dan hey do you have the points chris you have the totals here i, I can clock I'll, I'll pull them up in a can minute can we have a, a a league for just a non you know we're special have to consider making gifts, tony the permanent know, clue handicapping him yeah a little right. bit a little bit of a trapezoid for tony maybe he can't guess till like the fifth or sixth clue just at least give us schmucks like a minute. How about this? We this? only give Tony one incorrect answer before he's eliminated. <laughs> if he's I willing to do this for season two, I think it's a good idea. I think he's got to spell the name one letter at a time in order oh, to get the win. Would, and like if any that. of us guess quicker, you know, then... Tony, be- you could sit out season two and probably still come out top on the lead. Yeah, he's definitely With the three of us going, lead. so... I mean, I do have a, a couple of uh, cool little little numbers, little number game. We got oh, okay. a couple, couple, 19 guys. The number is 19. That's the number of days until rookies report to camp. That's we are right. 19 days away. Less, less than 20. We are 31 <laughs> days away. Time to my drop in, Dan. 31 <laughs> days away until our first preseason game. That's it, man. I, that's 31 actually days. Here, Chris, actually, you're not because in my where I'm at now, you're actually 30 days away. So wherever you okay. guys are, I'm one day ahead. Yeah, but we're, that's we're, how he's getting all the answers. I see what happens here. He's listening to the show before we fucking do fuck? it. Why do you live in a time warping? I don't get it. That's not fair. How about this one? I heard this today. 47 years ago today, the Kansas City Scouts moved to Colorado and 
Hence began the, the journey man. of the New Jersey Devils, and that was 47 years ago today. Oh. And the best, anniversary. the best number of them all is 48, and that's the number of days until game one of this season. That's it, guys. Good numbers there. 48 days away. We're oh, almost there. There we go. Let's go. I cannot Excited. wait. I am, too. Really looking forward to preseason, too. Really looking forward to this camp and seeing what guys show up and uh, make an impression. I like preseason, too. Of all the sports, it's the only one that I just kind of – I like to watch and take something from it. If they go 0-6, I don't care. If they go 6-0, sure. no, I'm elated. But um, I, I do like to watch it. I do – find some entertainment value in there. And I like to see what's going on with, you know, who's surprising the team. You know, if there's a, if there's a camp invite or a young kid we're not even talking about. So, right. yeah, I, I find it pretty pretty exciting. Yeah, I feel like every season there's one person you had no, no idea that was not on anyone's radar mm-hmm. uh, going and talking in the, like we are now about all this, uh, who's going to make the team, who's not. And somebody's going to surprise you. It always is somebody that we, we we're not talking about this time of year who just makes it. Yeah, Plus, I'm right. a Mets fan, so I'm usually dying for anything else to come on. So, you know, <laughs> preseason works. I, well, we got, what, two weeks from this Sunday is NFL. So yes. we can kick off there. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be heartbreaking at some point throughout the season. I know that. No matter how it goes, it Must will end badly. Yeah. yeah, so it will end badly. So, yeah, that kind of sucks. But I am really looking forward to this preseason. Guys, how come – Nobody has signed Tatari yet. What the hell know. is going on there? Is he looking for too much money? Is it is it just nobody's interested? I mean, I mean, I no saw sense. his, I saw like a flash card of his stats for the last four years. Very consistent. Yeah, in the twenty goal range. Like puts up, you know, twenty goals, forty plus points. I don't know, man. In this case, he wants a certain length contract, and that's the holdup. He doesn't want a chance moving around again in a year or two. He wants something longer term. I I thought a team like Chicago would be perfect for him. You're bringing in a guy like Bedard. They're not going to be very good, but you do need those veteran guys to show him the way. And Tomas Tatar was great with the young guys for his two years in New Jersey. He's a solid player, too. Yeah. He's a productive player. Like, he's a good player. I, I don't know why nobody has signed this dude yet. And they will. Somebody, there's no yeah. way this guy sits out of the game. No, he's just no. too good for that. It's mind-boggling, though. I'll tell you who's happy is uh, Sherwood Sticks. They got, the, I guess, Bedard signed his uh, contract with them. So that stick company should be selling a shitload of sticks this next season because they're really going to market that dude. When do, we play Sh- good there. when do we play Chicago? Don't we play them kind of early on in the season? Um, yeah. Is that that game? I'm I'm definitely am interested in. I am so curious to see how Connor Bedard does. Um, I, I I'm pretty sure we play them our first time. With, I think it's pretty early on in the season, like within the first fifteen or games or so. I could be fucking wrong. I don't know. The hell did go? Where did it go? Bobby, you're going to the schedule. first game, right? I'm checking right now. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bobby going to that's the Wings, right? Yeah, November fifth, we play Chicago. Oh, yeah, Sunday so at seven p.m. That's going to be fun. Good. Mark that. Connors out there. Yeah, a lot of Connors out there these days. You notice that? Yeah, too many. This is definitely a generational name. They're all over the place. Yeah, it is. I don't like the name. I mean, I'd like to have a couple Connors on our team, though. I take a Connor. Makes me think of John Connor from Terminator, and that's exactly. not so bad. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Sarah Connor. That's what I think of. Sarah, yeah. yeah. See Hamilton. our own, our own uh, 
the Hockey Podcast Network put out the stats about the um, likelihood of the Calder Trophy? I did not no. notice that. No, no what they put out. I got Bedard, you know, Bedard first, of course, followed closely by our boy Luke Hughes. The over-under, so it's a wow. minus 140 for Bedard, and then goes to plus 600 for Hughes, but he's number two. You know, so those are the odds. I, I like Hughes' chances. Uh, do they really go for the D-men when it comes to awards like that, though? Like, not usually, typically but not, but you, Connor you Bedard some, shits the bed. It looks like it's Luke Hughes is going to yeah, do Yeah, you got to do some special stuff as a D-man, which Hughes can do. Yeah. Um, I think the three guys that are going to be up for the Calder uh, are going to be Fantilli, Hughes, and, uh, right, and right. Bedard. I, so I do Fantilli think... on this list, anyway, is number four at plus 1,000. Oh, wow. Logan Cooley's above him at plus 900. I forgot about third. Logan Cooley. Yeah. yeah, I'll just finish off the list for you. Devin yeah. Levi, plus 1,200. He's number five. Hmm. Uh, Matthew Nyes, plus 2,500. Number six. Number seven is David Juracek, also plus 2,500. So is Brant Clark at eight. Shane Wright at plus 3,000. I guess they're considering him a rookie still, right? I guess. And Luke Evangelista, plus 3,000 as well. I don't know who that number is. Number 10. Me neither. So, but hey, good to see our boy getting some love. Absolutely, the odds makers. Absolutely. Did you guys and see, um, okay, sorry, go, Chris. No, go, go, go. Did you guys see the projected 2025 roster for the USA team? I know we were talking about that early. Uh, about wanting to see the three Hughes brothers on there. Well, now that they now announced that there will be more international play, uh, probably minus Russia's involvement, but um, I am so excited at the possibility of all three Hughes brothers playing together like Quinn and Luke on one D pairing and then Jack just centering the second or third line would just be so freaking cool I'm yeah really like we said not only a possibility but it, it could be considered likely yeah I mean yeah. not that you have to put the Hughes brothers on the same defensive pairing but why wouldn't you yeah of course <laughs> you, have point, to. you know what I mean you have to yeah. you know if you have them both you have to and uh but it, what what's their lines? What do they got? Well, I, believe, I think it's Bleacher Report um, had so it was projected 2025 roster, and they, they had uh, Kachuk with Matthews and Kachuk, so Brady, Matthew, and Austin. This was line one. Yeah, line one. Mm. Uh, for line for line two, they had Jason Robertson, Jack Hughes, and DeBrinket. Uh For line three, they have mm-hmm. Kyle O'Connor, uh, oh, Kyle O'Connor, uh, Eichel Keller on that line. So, and the fourth line, they have Gessel, Thompson, and uh, Colfield on that line. I think that's a terrible lineup. I think we lose to the Canadians if we put that lineup on the ice. And that's what they have for that. And then for they have Quinn Hughes with Adam Fox. We usually do, though. Uh, yeah, but this, this time around, I, we should have a better team than Canada, especially when it comes to goaltending. But let's, let's go through the, uh, the D-lines. So, so D-lines, you got Hughes and Adam Fox. Uh, Quinn okay. Hughes, though. Yeah. Um, Jacob Slavin and uh, Charlie McAvoy. Okay. On the se- second. And then you're going with uh, Zach Wierenski and uh, John Carlson. Okay. I can live with the D. And, I don't think Debrinkit got- should be on, on that team. I don't think uh, – who else was uh, – go to uh, the, the forwards again. Okay. So I got Kachuk on the first line, Matthews and Kachuk. So Brady, okay. Matthews, yeah, Austin. Yeah. Austin Matthews and and the Kachucks are both going to be on the team. I don't know if I would have both Kachucks on the first line, but go ahead. Uh, Robertson used to bring it. Robertson, like you need a little more flash on that line. Right? Yeah, 
I don't know. I, I don't like to brink it at all on there. Go ahead. And then you got uh, Connor, Eichel, and uh, Keller. I mean, I like Connor. I like Eichel, uh, Keller. I mean, I think we can find some better players. Who else? The fourth line. Uh, Getzel, Thompson, and Colfield. Are you looking to I, I wouldn't get have some... Getzel on there at all. Would you take some players who maybe have defected? Like maybe Shesterkin wants to defect from Russia, and he could be our goalie. Well, I think our goalie well, would who be. Are, who is the goalies? Yeah. Uh, wait, let me guess. Can I guess? Because yes. I think there's only two American goalies you can possibly have, right? It's got to be Hollabuck and, and Ottinger. They're, the, they're on there, and there's one more, and it's a Chris guy, someone that Chris has been blowing a, a horn about. Swayman? Yes. Nice. That's good. Yes. I like that. Swayman. So that's the three goals. Do they have the coach? No coach, no. Because John it's Cooper was supposed to coach the Olympic team. No coach. They what pulled. are they going to do? Just skate in circles? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Players to the fact they really, they really should come from the forwards. Uh, well, didn't Brent Hall, didn't Brent Hall defect from Canada to play for Team yeah. USA? He sure yeah. did. Yes, he did. Yeah. That stuff happens. Did they have the Canadian he took shit lineup for that? No, just the USA one I saw today. Nice. I think we might find some Russians if they're not playing. It's time to work like, around hey, that. We'll yeah, play. I'll play for America today. <laughs> Maybe well, not, yeah. though. I mean, I like their government would like it, but Just if they're not going to play, they'll be like, "Yeah, why not?" I'll, I'll, they should. All of Russia should like go in as like Trinidad and Tobago and just don't tell anybody, you know, like and just see, see what happens. And, you know, this way you give the medal to those guys and the nation of Trinidad and Tobago and nobody suffers. You know, Russia can like you know, say, OK, we didn't get the medal that year. It was we were really Trinidad and Tobago, but, you know, they that, that's going to be the rules. Have to their, live news, their news will be all bullshit anyway, because that whole media cycle there is just they just run like whatever. Well, they, they, want. they don't even have to play. Yeah. They'll tell everybody that they won the gold medal. They don't have they, they don't have free press. I know. Them, yeah. North, them and North Korea are the champions. That's how it always goes. Like North whatever Korea, you do, you're going to hear. Korea, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're going to hear like Putin's like exact response. You know, it's the guy who you know. I don't in know his what country. happened. I don't know yeah, what exactly. happened to the plane. <laughs> yeah, that, but this is becoming out of like a news person's mouth. But, oh yeah, the plane. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it that... must have ran into a missile or something. It, it I don't ran. Know. Out, it ran out of gas. That's yeah, the missile is just minding its own business. And then <laughs> just fly, the just, fucking plane just went yeah, in. They, they fly like 800 miles an hour right into the side of a missile. And, they and that's dangerous. That <laughs> yes, it's dangerous. Yeah. You know what's also dangerous? Uh, you know, Crossing that, Vladimir Putin? Yes, exactly. That's yeah. pretty dangerous. Do you feel unsafe uh, now? Oh, I could give a fuck. You know, he's not going to waste his time on us and we're what? not the but those people were uh, <laughs> tomorrow yeah. he's got his headphones on he's like don't smoke <laughs> uncle fuckers yeah <laughs> we had way more reach than i realized uh, dan, now dan i've been murdered by the russians yeah dan gets in his car he blows it up and like, it oh, blows up <laughs> it's just like yeah next day Vlad, he's like uh, i don't know what happened that is a very, it's like a godfather very... i pull the car around <laughs> i have a very good chance of that happening to me but my because my car's a piece of shit not because of anything Putin I'm going to blame Putin if it happens. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> and then you could just cut me out of the intro and yeah. find another Chris. And you're all set. <laughs> exactly. It's a very popular name. We're going to be okay. The, the rest no of us will be doing free commercials for Vladimir Putin gotta... at that point, too. We'll yeah. be scared shitless. Someone else you know who's a good read. guy, guys? You know who should play in every position on every All-Star team? <laughs> Vladimir Putin. He's the best. The fuckers here for Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Do you guys does the world need a, another ruler? Yes, it does. Vladimir Putin. Who doesn't <laughs> love a strong man? Uh, 
they did this hockey game, right, for, I don't know what, it was some Russian hockey game. In Putin. They had a fucking like, score all the time. He scored like 16 goals. The goalies yeah, jump out of the way. It's, it's the same thing as when Elvis did karate. Remember when Elvis did karate? And he's throwing people around like he's Bruce Lee? Bullshit. They, all, they were like stuntmen just flying in every direction. I'm sure Putin was the Great. same thing. But you know what happens is this guy, Putin's, Putin's doing the victory lap around, right? And this guy has a fucking red carpet laid out, right? The guy doesn't lay it out right, I guess. And Putin, oh. it's just, you go on YouTube, you can see this. Putin I've fucking seen flies and runs his face into the ground. <laughs> oh, my God. The, the guy who had the carpet job, you never fucking saw him again. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> done. Not, could you he's imagine done. that? Yeah. He, he probably, like, made him, like, sit, like, tied up under a carpet for, right? for until he was dead. And had, like, all his friends dance. He had a party. On, like, some <laughs> kind of weird, imagine? super evil villain Death, you know, <laughs> like either Kim Jong Un blew somebody up on a. I'm sure Putin does weird stuff like that with guys he can get away with it. If you know? you're Putin, imagine, yeah, you come up with crazy ways to assassinate yeah. people. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but just sure. imagine, right? You're the dude who's he trips over the carpet. You're looking. I mean, you're just fucking like shit. Yourself. Oh, I just I'm had my whole family dead. murdered. Right. Oh, exactly. Exactly. How was work today? I, I got us all killed. We're all going to be dead <laughs> right. in about an hour. What do you want for dinner? <laughs> Work was awful, honey. Let me tell you how bad it was. You remember what happened to our neighbor who I worked with that forgot to fill up the Pepsi in the vending machine? This one's a lot worse. Yeah. He is now a human Pez dispenser. Yeah. If you think your boss is, uh, you know, a little tense, she uh, will have nothing on this guy. That's awesome. Imagine whenever working for I, that. Whenever yeah. I see that video, I'm always, I always think to myself, I'm like, because you see the guy like with the carpet, you're just like, man, that guy is fucked. You know, yeah. and like, I, yeah. I do. I do have to say something. I know this is not a political uh, show or anything, but I, when when Donald Trump went in yesterday to get his mugshot and stuff done, and they let him yeah. write his own stats, and he yes. wrote 6'4", 215 pounds. Like, like he's I fucking Trey Lance. I, like, on, what I are think you it was, doing, dude? I was on like the treadmill at like uh, I don't know what it was uh, ESPN or something, but they showed a, a, a list of other athletes that are the same stats of 6'4", 215. Uh, it was Muhammad Ali in his prime at 29 years old. It was, you know, uh, like one football player. Like just so many like oh, I think athletes. It's fucking those, those, those dimensions. I mean, that's people don't realize. Like, because most people are not six four uh, right. to be that lean. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Like, uh, it those are ridiculous stats. Yeah. Now, I'm just put, wondering if the guy is three bills. There's no yeah, way he's yeah. under 270 and, if I just gauge him with my eyes. And for he's hair, not a short guy. He's like probably 6'2", 6'3". Yeah, he's like I don't think he's two. that. Yeah. He's a big uh, dude. But he's got to be heavy, dude. Imagine yeah. putting that guy on his shoulder. He's no. a big tub Gosh, of water. When, when every, time, every time I do a chicken fight in the pool with Donald Trump, I'm on his <laughs> shoulders. I never put him on mine. <laughs> never. Just flip the other way. <laughs> <laughs> chicken fight. You got to think of your back. He also concept. said it's not his political. Hair, you got to think about He said his back. hair color was strawberry blonde. <laughs> hey, look, whatever that one, I I totally don't see a problem with. People dye their hair all the time. My, my color could be whatever I want. By the time I leave, it could be strawberry blonde. But that's such a pretty little name, like he gave it. You know, I'm just kind of a strawberry blonde. It sounds like you know what it was. It was probably you know he didn't write it. it, it he doesn't fill out papers. No, he had he had some aide fill it out for him. And his aide's like in love with him. He looks up at him slowly, like he's just kind of a strawberry blonde. You know, I like that. That's Go what happened. That. Yeah. No, I yeah. think that was totally him. I yeah, think, I think he, so. yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, uh, hair color? Well, 
Strawberry Blonde. Oh, of course, Strawberry Blonde. Sorry. <laughs> well, only because fucking orange wasn't an option. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, all right, let's get off of that. Right. Uh, Tony, you got some news? Oh, you guys want to do some, some news today? Do some news? Oh, yeah. Tony's got news. What's world and what's new in the world of news? Coming to you live from the Uncle Pucker's news desk in a basement somewhere in Lithuania. Sports, politics, current events, and entertainment. (laughs) It's the news of the day with Tony A. All right. Hey, Tony, before you begin, I just realized we should cool it on the Putin stuff. Tony is so close. (laughs) He's too close. I'm just thinking it's such a thing. This is not Tony. If I was Vlad, I'm just putting this out there, guys. If I was Vladimir Putin and I was angry at the show, Tony is so much closer than us. Yeah. Okay. Not to put a little buffer between me and Vladimir Putin, Tone. I'm, I'm just throwing that out. There. But you're the buffer yeah, we'll do, between we'll us and that Vladimir out. Putin. Yeah. We, we, we were, it's like uh, you we kind were... of trip your friend when the bear starts chasing you guys. Right. I don't have to be the fastest one. I just have to be faster than you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we were uh, we were driving to Poland, and my wife's like, "Don't turn right because Russia's right around there." So, man, you know that's a pretty good. Uh, oh, I've made bad uh, a bad turn, a wrong turn into <laughs> a bad neighborhood before, but never worried about. Oh my god, I'm in <laughs> Russia. <laughs> that, that would suck, dude. You go on some crazy family trips. I'm yeah, you do. That's like a, yeah, that's a Griswold. Okay, you guys want to start with some news here? Yeah, yeah let's do it. some news. That'd be fun. First, let's start with some sports news, right? Uh, all first right. of all, Bobby, congrats, right? Doc Gooden and uh, yeah. Daryl Strawberry getting their numbers retired. Yeah. Not Vince Coleman, you know, for throwing. Remember, he was throwing like M80s. Daryl Strawberry Blonde. Oh, Daryl Strawberry Blonde. But uh, how do you feel about that, B? Uh, this is well-deserved. I mean, you know, for, for the Mets, you know, not for all time. It's well, not, how much you know, Coke is going to be at that ceremony? Th- wow. You know, that's the thing. So it's funny because as a young kid, like <laughs> – these were my two favorite players. These were the two guys that I idolized. I wanted to be the guy who's like Shohei Otani now. I was like, why can't I pitch like Dwight Gooden, hit like Daryl Strawberry? Sure. I took Daryl Strawberry's batting stance and everything. That's how his I hair. wanted to swing. You took Hold his hairstyle. I took his hairstyle. His deep voice. I did everything. Like yeah, I love these two guys. Smell. You smell. And then thing. of course Howard Johnson. So that at least gave me some Hojo. little bit. Of yeah, you were a big Hojo fan. I was a big Hojo up. fan, yep. which is really good because my other two heroes turned out to be totally hooked on cocaine <laughs> and stuff. So I had to have somebody that was a little more straight and out. The, and but the no, other I mean, one's got his names on just shitty motels throughout the country, right? I don't, <laughs> I think he's trying to sell those, Chris. <laughs> just, Not the um, one down the road for me. It's still a hojo. Yeah, it's it's just though um, those two guys were were absolutely fantastic for the Mets. They're great athletes. They had they had long careers too that a lot of people don't realize. Some you know in and out uh, of the teams, but yeah, I'm happy for them. I, I like I said, child, childhood heroes until I got old enough to realize they were not my heroes. Well, I, I mean, you could respect this one, right? Dykstra was fucking nuts when uh, that that guy. Yeah, was Len, Lenny Dykstra's still nuts. Yeah, yeah, he's he still like, nuts. I mean, but nails was I love nails back in the day, of course. Oh yeah. But, but uh, yeah. what you gonna call it? Um, Doc Gooden. He he never pitched a a perfect game for the um the Mets, he did, did he? No, for you. No, yeah, he not for, for the, the Yankees. Mets. Yeah, they're gonna. <laughs> when you put the knife in, you have to twist, Chris. You can't like just put it in. I think he, he had I you did, on that. I think I did. I don't think he realized that he was fucking with you at first. You were giving an honest answer, and that was very that was very sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. That's good for those guys, man. 
And uh, they should have their number retired together because they, they, they are synonymous with, you know, the 86 and cocaine. And yeah, that, that 86 team, um, you know, in 87 was uh, still a great team that came up short. 88, they were still good. I mean, everybody knows that team probably should have at least won another another championship somewhere in those yeah. few years. So, so they shit the bed in that way. But when you look at some of the core guys on that team, like Hernandez and Gary Carter and those two, you know, and Ron Darling. It just it makes sense to put him up there. Yeah, nice, nice. What else uh, you got, T? Austin Matthews, four years, thirteen point two five million dollar contract with Toronto. Not surprising, right? Highest yeah, paid guy in the NHL now, right? AAV. Yeah, He's the highest AAV. Yep, he went to so the top. Let's talk about that for a second, right? Yeah. So, I mean, the guy is one of the best players in the NHL. There's no doubt about it, right? Yes. Now that kind of money, that's like. Something short of something south of that, and you you got another four million dollar player. So it's 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 difficult when you get up there and you're like, at this like, think about Jack in eight years if he's projecting the way he's projecting. I mean, he's not doing another eight year eight million dollar contract either. Oh yeah, no, we don't know what the cap's going to be then and all that. But you might need very close to you know yeah to. uh, It's Austin Matthews money to to keep use, and that's going to be a problem, right? Well, I mean, what direction do you take? The cap's going to be going up, and by, by the time that Hughes' contract is up, that cap should be up considerable. You, yeah, but you're, you're, if he performs like this, it, it, you can he, adjust he, for the cap then. You can adjust for inflation. Look, it doesn't matter. Jack Hughes' second contract is going to be fucking huge. That dude's going to get the bag. I'm yeah. comfortable with our new to, owners because to keep – I don't care what the cap is. you got to keep up with that with your marketing and with sales and with getting people in the building and all that sort of thing, which we didn't always have the best track record of yeah, doing. Right? We're certainly a lot better now, but I'm an older Devils fan, and I still have all those memories of, you know, winning the oh, cup yeah. and almost moving to Nashville and all the stuff about not being sold out and them not having money. So it's one thing to say, yeah, the cap's going up, but if the cap's ninety million dollars, well, here's make a good, here's a comforting thing though, Bob. I will tell you that I'm not saying anything bad about Austin Matthews, but I wonder at some point when you're the player, if you worry about. Am I going to have a good quality team to play on if I get too much of the cap? Uh, right. Because you know, at some point, yeah, you could have had better players around me. You know, if if my salary was lower, if you start into those numbers where you're like you like you said, like a, a pretty good player is maybe the difference between your your you know a good you know uh, and what you're getting paid. You're getting paid like like you know fifty percent more than really good players. You know, some of the elite and players. Yeah. So when you do that math, you're like, oh. And I think Jack Hughes is one of those guys that would probably end up being, you know, taking a little bit less, uh, even on his next contract. We'll see. We'll see because it's a long time from now but where he's at. But if I could see like he's a team guy and he wants to win. Eh, maybe after all the winning's done, it's time to cash out. And he, he, you he need multiple people to do that because a little bit less yeah. could be 13 million over 14. Um, so you need other guys to jump in that too. This guy takes five hundred thousand less. This guy takes seven hundred fifty thousand less. So you can field, you yep. know, a full so team. Do you guys are you guys saying that if you were Toronto, you wouldn't have given Austin Matthews this contract? No, that's what I'm saying. I I think I understand yeah. why you have to give this contract yeah. to him. Yeah. And that's not and even I like that they about the marketing. The term. Just like how do you let him go as a player, right? You can't. But He's... a team like them that's already up against the cap, like you literally just you know, the difference between his last salary and this is like a $4 million player, which is a great player. That's but not they just also a have line filling guy. That, that new contract doesn't kick in until next year. So you still Correct. got him on the lower AAV for this season. 
Um, right. And then next year you got to rework. But I mean, the guy scored 60 goals two years ago. Uh, he had a little bit of an off yeah. year last year, but it, you know, he's Austin Matthews. I, I think over the next, uh, you know, 10 years, the two guys that are going to be fighting over who's the best American player is going to be Hughes and Matthews. Yeah. And, um, absolutely. Sure. you know, yeah, I, I mean, I think what, well, who was the, who did he beat on the, was the, had a, the highest contracts until the, was it Nate, Nate McKinnon? Mc- it, it was oh, he did he did just beat McKinnon yeah, yeah. and McDavID so yeah, yeah. Well, I, 12 12.6 was McKinnon Matthews is what 13.25 now yeah him is McDavid at 12.5 and then Panarin and I think they have like two years which Edmonton, one of those stands out to you <laughs> yeah. Uh, Panarin. Panarin, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean uh but you got <clears throat> two more years left on uh Connor McDavid's contract out in Edmonton what's that dude gonna ask for I but, mean, uh, it, especially it, where the salary cap's going. That's yeah. Over I mean, he's going to be a fifteen, maybe sixteen million a year. Yeah. I mean, I and and any it, team, all thirty-two teams would fucking you know pay it gladly. Please take getting my money, top, please. Yeah. These, these guys getting the top contracts. I mean, it, it, one way to look at it is like, oh, they're getting the, the you know the biggest money because they are the biggest names. But also, it must. I wonder what it's like to be in their shoes because you got to factor like Very maybe this team shoes. that could. Yeah, but I mean, how much the do gold. they want to? How much do they want to win? You know, Let's, so yeah. would they t- go to a place for less, knowing that this team just can't pay me the same, and just take the lower contract? I mean, how many of them actually end up doing that? I mean, well, that's, I mean, that's interesting. for for guys like we're talking about McKinnon. Let's say Matthews and McDavid. All three of them are on teams right now that could considerably that are Stanley Cup uh, favorites. They, uh, any one of those yeah. teams can go out and win it. So for them, this is a perfect opportunity. But let's say in four years' time, Austin Matthews will be what, like thirty years old in four years' yeah. time. And, and, and it worked out. If for Toronto doesn't Toronto, win the cup, they're going to crack. Yeah. I mean, at that point, maybe a, maybe a guy like Austin Matthews is like, you know what? I've done it all. I've made all the money. I've broken records. I've been nothing but the consummate team player for this uh, franchise yeah. for twelve years. But I really want to win a cup. Maybe he goes somewhere. That's. You know. I wonder how, yeah, how I hard it is saying. to put a number on that too, because we're talking about like maybe a couple million dollars. You know, well, yeah. you like, want to put a number at, on if, it. If you we, can, put well, in, I'm just saying, yeah, like an estimation. Well, like Bob was here. saying, we can't be competitive paying 14 million out a year after this. After he's cleared to play again, wherever Patrick Kane signs, that's the number. He's yeah, that guy, sure. right? I mean, sure, he's that absolutely. guy. So now, if he wants to go and play for a Stanley Cup, he's going to take you know huge pay decrease. Um, so it's going to be interesting, but you know, good for Matthews. He got paid. That's awesome. And yeah, you know, yeah. he's just, a hell just allow of a yourself this one visual McDavid on the devils, pushing Heischer down to the third line. I mean, Oh my <laughs> God, that center depth would be so insane. And he sure the third line would actually work out really well. He's so defensive and he's got hands like that. would well, be. Fitzgerald's really, really good, Bob. He's not really that good. good. I don't think anybody's that good. No, no, you, I, I don't think you're going to win that switch man. Steak, no. You got Taylor Hall for Larson, you know. Yeah, maybe really. maybe you get that McDavid for Siegenthaler. Well, <laughs> anything is possible, and that you know, would so, be crazy, wouldn't it? So before yeah. we, we move on from that uh, contract here, we just got to give a little shout-out to Hooked on Hockey Magazine, who tweeted out, Breaking news, Austin Matthews has agreed to terms on a contract extension to not win the Stanley Cup for another four years. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Again, next, uh, Lafreniere to the Rangers for two more years, uh, 4.65 4. Yeah. mil, uh, with 2.3 will go against the salary cap. 
So he's got two point three a year for two years. Let's let's just let's dive a little into the Alexi Lafreniere deal. I kind of feel bad for this dude. Okay. And and the only reason, like, he's a number one pick. He should be a lot, but but he gets drafted by a team where he plays left wing, and where you got Kreider and Panarin on your first and second line playing left. This guy's getting no opportunity. You know, he's right. a relegated to third line left winger. And I think, you know, he came out when he was coming out, man, he had a ton of hype around him. Um, yes. yeah. They've I, often turned really critical of him in New York these yeah, days. Like the I media mean, and the broadcasting. I noticed that they're but I don't, way more critical of him of late. Like I don't year. know if I would shit all over Lafreniere more so than, you know, the coaches that were kind of, you know, saying, no, play right wing. And let's go. Gerard Gallant did, you know, a couple of times that didn't work out and stuff. Like I see a guy like Lafreniere, if he doesn't hit this year, and I mean, like, I'm not even saying fucking put up huge numbers, but you got to at least get 20, 25 20, goals. Yeah. Um, if he doesn't do that, uh, he's out of there. And I think he's the type of dude that will go somewhere else and they'll put oh, him on no. a first or second line yeah. and he'll have a good career. Yeah, but, you know, uh, it's so yeah. easy sometimes on the wings where, where you could say, hey, you put them on the other wing. You know, not every player is capable of doing no. that. You're talking about people who have played their whole lives with one set of, you know, rushes and all that, that they're doing or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's Your not. Fundamentals some guys, are, Timo Meyer can do it. You know, he's good on the off wing. Yeah, not, not everybody can do can it. Do some of them are like, you know, very narrow specialists and that's it. Yeah. That's really what they do. And it's, they do it better right. than most of the world but and, but, and know, there is something to be unblocked and like like i said this is this is not about holt but again he's never been given a, a front two line responsibility either he can follow find himself in a similar track here yeah if he even makes a team on the third to line this extent, year yeah. and produces like lafaniere which is below expectations then you're talking about bridging this guy too I mean, where do you go? Sometimes kind of reminds me of the Pavel Zaka runs. situation too. Yeah. But I mean, Zaka had more of a center stage though. We put him on the first and second line. He wasn't like he wasn't getting time. That's a little different. Yeah, he yeah. got a lot of time. He just he didn't did. make the most of his opportunity. And I really, I, I think all those people last year that were tweeting out, "Hey, double oh, they, fans, they, they fleeced how's, us. How's that Zaka <laughs> trade looking now?" When Hala yeah. was hitting posts and shit. <laughs> right. Let's right. talk around it's Christmas time, okay. and you guys yeah. can tell us how Zaka's doing for you on your, your boston your... accent sounds a little bit like your brooklyn accent i'm just gonna tell you i wasn't supposed to be a boston accent oh okay oh. i thought that Bobby, was you to be, gotta a be able to do a good boston accent right no yeah. i can't I... come on anytime i do douchebag i just go to new state. york i just go to new york it's like <laughs> yeah. I, I, so that's <laughs> see that that's what you were doing you were doing douchebag and i'm just... like hey he must be doing <laughs> it's either yeah, one or the other right it's boston or new york so, good for Lafiniere, and you know he made a few bucks. It's two and a half million dollars a year, or whatever, a little less than that. But you know, I hope I, I do hope he can turn it around just somewhere else. If I'm the Rangers, I find a spot for Panarin and move him up and give him a legit shot. Yeah, uh, Panarin you, should be able to handle that as a veteran. He's getting a ton of money. Do whatever the team thinks you need to do to actually win. Even if you're playing on the third line, if you're still capable of scoring 30, 40 goals, do it on the third line. Uh, if the Rangers end up completely shitting the bed this year, I don't think they will. But if by some reason they aren't and they turn into some sellers, well, then Lafreniere maybe will get his chance on the second line or the first line if they start saying, we got to start moving some of these big contracts. I mean, I don't think this year they would do that because I do think their window is a couple of years. But, yeah, I mean, Panarin, sure. if they don't do it in a couple of years, you're going to hear Panarin rumblings on the trade market, Kreider rumblings on the trade market just because they're – 
they got to go somewhere. De- definitely with a team like New York, where retaining some salary is not even an issue. It's, right. it's not even a problem. Yeah, you know, where other teams, that's an issue. No, well, yeah, and then next we're going to go to Jonathan Bernier. You know, um, Quebec native. He was the stand-up butterfly goalie who I really was kind of bummed out to see him get injured like he did because I really think he could have been a decent goalie for the Devils. You know, um, oh yeah, he retired after he only played ten games with New Jersey. Uh, he retired this week, you know, and like I said, he was a 2006 first round draft pick and yeah. for the Kings. Uh, I don't know. Like he was a guy. I, I guess he, it was a pretty work. bad injury, I guess, because he's yeah. still fairly young and I don't know what it was. He didn't come back from his uh, right. hip injury. Yeah. Hip oh, that's, goaltender, that's, funny. that's bad yeah. combo. Yeah, sure is. Uh, so yeah, so I got to go for a surgery. Yeah. Jonathan Bernier, the, the, uh, man, I, what could have been. Did you? you know? I don't know if you ever saw this. My daughter was show, show me. There's a Jonathan Bernier quote of him. He was being asked, uh, you know, to talk about Nelson Mandela at some kind of big event. They were all everybody's wearing suits and ties. I don't know what the hell it was. I have, I don't know the context, but he starts talking about like, oh, what he did for his sport, and he was a great athlete, and and. <laughs> I lost my shit. It was the funniest thing I ever saw. And then if you watch, I got to find this video for you. But when you watch this video, it gets better because you realize that all the media standing around him have just found, oh, I got five follow-up questions to mess with this guy. Right. Nobody lets him off the hook. Like, um, excuse me, you mean, you know, like they don't, so they're like, so, so what do you think? They try to ask him additional questions, just do trying to get him to that, say more and more about Nelson Mandela's athletic Do you think Nelson career. Mandela was a better player than Adolf Hitler? <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> almost definitely. Uh, he meant so much, and he, what he's done in leadership is just great. So, yeah, um, and, and the amount of <laughs> oh, poor things Jonathan he's done for Bernier. his team. Yeah, uh, it was great because, you know, imagine, like, being that young and there's people, like, always asking these stupid questions like i don't know i just showed up here because i have a you know i was coach told to. teammate right. talk, yeah i'm just trying uh, to I'm a young i gotta kid. check that out oh that's oh. good it's good look it up i will but jonathan bernier thank you for what could have the been. laughs thank yeah. you for the laughs yep. there we go <laughs> four wins four losses <laughs> and that story that story is just great i love that story i gotta look that up yeah Talking about stories, here we go. This is some uh, interesting ones. Okay, this is more of this is off the sport. Um, this was about some people who took a photo, hoisted up a dolphin from the water in Florida, uh, and so about a couple hours later, the dolphin was found dead floating around. Experts say that when you remove a dolphin from the water, the results basically they're crushed, their lungs yeah. from this. So the people put a picture of themselves with the dolphin on Instagram, I guess. Oh, like and, holding uh, it in their arms? Holding, yes, holding it in it in their arms. Yeah, you can't take a dolphin out of water. Everybody knows that. That's like me taking you and putting you on like Jupiter's gravity and expecting right. your bones right. to hold you up. They can't do it. They're, they need a little buoyancy. It's a dolphin. It's I didn't like know this. I would have thought the they could hold their breath for at least a couple seconds. I mean, Bob, thank God you never took one out of the water. Yeah, well, I don't plan it's on it. Not holding their <laughs> breath. You got to fit when you pick them up. Or and not now breathing lungs collapse. I'm so glad you've never had I the mean, opportunity if you, if you in your life, if you yeah. throw me in a pool, I'm going to not breathe for a second, and then I'm going to get up. It's not about the air, Bob. That's <laughs> not, not what we're talking all. about. And I, know what I'm saying. I didn't walk, know this. Yeah. Who's going to walk down the beach with their wife or their friend and be like, hey, man. Ooh, I know. Often. Let's take I know. a fucking picture and put it on Instagram. I know, I, know, I know who would do that. People that live in Florida. Oh, that's true. That, that's that is why. the answer. Did you guys I'm just surprised I wasn't like also eating an alligator at Did the same time. Did you guys ever play? Something happens when you live in Florida. Did you guys ever play Florida Man? Do you ever play that? 
just with my kids, you know. He's got, yeah, my my son. I think has maybe the same app or whatever it is. Oh, I just Google website. it. Like, like, yeah, uh, and you go there and they give me, tell give you. Me, give me a random like, date. A Any date. date. Yeah, we were doing birth dates date. and stuff. Yeah. Give um, me one. Well, when did, what's the date the devil starts the season? I'll use that. October twelfth. All right. There you go. So I type in Florida man October twelfth. That's all I Google. And let's see what comes up. Naked Florida man with crossbow who claimed aliens were after him. Shot by Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office. This is perfect. This day in history. Oh, wait, there's more. Florida man. Florida man arrested for having a nine-year-old drive It wasn't a single. It wasn't a single. I love it. Like there was multiple stories that day. It's like that crazy story. There was multiple crazy stories that day for October 12th. Any day. Let's do May 4th. Here, Chris, it's Google Florida. Blue Waffles. May 4th. Um, oh, this is kind of a uh, Florida man charged with battery after slapping girlfriend. Florida, it's not as fun. Florida man arrested. Fun. All right, wait. Florida man arrested after like to... NSP troopers find over 400 pounds of marijuana hidden inside ATMs. And that's why I'm in Lithuania now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Tony no is Florida man. <laughs> I like the Florida mans that involve like all these like disparate ingredients you never thought you'd see in a store, like, a store, one story together. Like like, aliens like, and yes, whatever just, the hell yeah. that was. And then like, you know, baking a cake, you know, oh. it sells crocodile, uh, you know, <laughs> a, a, a fire extinguisher. And like, it's like, what is this? Like, it's like so, jumble. Uh, we're jumble. What happened to the guys with the, the dolphin? Well, they're actually pressing charges against them. The obviously. dolphin is? As they should. I would. The dolphin I is dead. The dolphin so is right now. The dolphin, <laughs> the dolphin has died. Um, oh, no. The, the dolphin has died. But, yeah, that, so they are trying to press charges against them. I guess they have Instagram photos and all that stuff that people placed, you know. So it's just. So the I dolphins. Mean, okay, so lesson learned. Don't. Don't pick up the dolphins. Don't pick oh, up wow. the dolphin. Leave them there is a moral the second to the story. We've had a yeah. funny dolphin story. I like that story. Yeah, it was a good one. There's actually a federal law against, you know, a Mammal Protection Act to interfere with dolphins, even if they're dead. Even if they're dead, you can't do anything with them. So You, know. <laughs> you sound like that part is not like going too far. <laughs> like, you're a little upset by this. <laughs> I feel like, like you <laughs> want to pick up a dead dolphin? It's I feel like they have more rights than I do. Always I trying know. to get me to stop playing with dead animals. <laughs> Why do you think I killed them? I want to play with them. Tony's over there, like killing dolphins. Children shouldn't play with dead things, Tony. I killed him expressly to play with this dolphin. Now you're telling me that I can't lift him up? It's already dead. The government has gone too far. So we're gonna stay in Florida for the next one. Uh, nice. A restaurant called Papa V's. Uh, there was a group of people that came in late at this restaurant, and one of the women, I guess, went into the bathroom and clogged up the toilet on purpose with a bunch of toilet paper and stuff. And oh, then no. They, and then when they asked the lady to leave, the five women at the table got up and basically punched the waitress in the face, and they all beat the shit out of her. That's um, a good way to leave. But yeah. That was your, that was the tip. Yeah, so that was, a, you know. Synchronized and, punching down in Florida. What the hell is wrong with these fucking people? It's the Florida. They can't help it. They go down there and they just get it. Some people are upset when the when the waitress gets like a really crummy message on a receipt as yeah. a tip. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, here's what I think of you, lady. And, they, and then they like post these things like, hey, this these people are so mean out there. You know? But they were good tippers. At least, at least they, they didn't they, salt no, and batter the waitress. They beat you know? the shit out of her, but they left her a nice tip. They handed her a dead dolphin. 25% <laughs> and a dead dolphin. <laughs> Yeah, they, and then you're the last one holding the dead, the dead dolphin. It's on you it's now, like, bitch. It's like musical chairs. It's like, oh shit. And I guess they say when the woman was when they were beating the when they were beating the waitress as 
as the other restaurant workers went to help her, they picked up salt shakers and started pelting the other workers with salt wow. shakers. Longwood, oh Florida. God. You know, this is a... And, Those um, stories always have these little details. Oh, too, like so great. It, I mean, I feel like it was a national news outlet. They would say, like, uh, people started, you know, throwing things around the restaurant. They might, you know. Right. But that's very specific. Salt, salt shakers. and pepper. Salt and pepper. <laughs> yeah. And I got one more story before we get to something that's more, more close Pushy to Chris's heart. <laughs> yeah, I, got, I, got, I, got I think I know where you're going with these. One more. Here we go. Okay. I, I got one more before this, though. Okay. Uh, Cody Larson, a 24-year-old in Riverdale, New Jersey, was reported snorting heroin in the Walmart parking lot. Um, after the police confronted him, he be- they began to search his car. He began to vomit up 14 bags of heroin. Oh, uh, they boy. Believe- yeah, 14 bags. He's up on several charges, including tampering with evidence and expired license. Uh, Those are so crazy because, like, wait, you think like having the fourteen bags would be in there, but they're like, no, you're you concealed some evidence. We'll get to that later. We're not even going to charge you with that yet. But just move your vomit and heroin to the side. You have an expired license. Do you realize that you're driving over books? Right, exactly. Fourteen. We're going to start and work our way up. Overdue books all the way until probably murder or something. There was a Canadian woman who had swallowed fifty-one heroin-filled condoms, and uh, basically she almost died. They had to bring her for medical attention in Canada. So he he didn't. You know, it's been a little more extreme than that. But uh, yeah, so that's in Riverdale. You just imagine the cop and sitting there, and you go to the car, and your guy just starts vomiting up bags of heroin right there in front of you. Oh, there's eight. Nine, ten, holy <laughs> shit, 14 fucking but, bags. But does it surprise you it's Walmart's involved? I mean, I don't know. I mean, no, being... no, it's not. Well, I don't know if Walmart's involved. I don't think he bought the heroin there. Or, yeah, or Walmart. Everybody looks down it. on these these mule people. Everybody looks down on them like, you know, they're awful scumbags doing this. But you, I think you have to have a little bit of bravery to do that. Oh, you have you to know? have a lot of bravery. I, I'm going to tell you something. Like, Huge these people are... They have, yeah, they're like it. I think a lot of people look down on them as like these passive criminals, you know, they're not scared of them like bank robbers. But think about how crazy you are to put 51 bags, uh, each bag would instantly kill you, yeah, uh, you know, in floating through your body for how long, you know. And uh, then, those people are the real heroes, is what I'm trying to say. Now, I don't know about that, that might be going too far to call them heroes, them but they definitely have some break. Bra- the hero is the one that goes through the shit to pull out all the bags. I think the hero is the condom. It keeps the person alive. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Could be a good Trojan commercial. Maybe for a, <laughs> yeah, there you go. For a change, we actually help people uh, live. We uh, usually we're it. trying to avoid that. <laughs> See if we get them as a sponsor. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes our, our products do result. I know we told you our products never result in an unexpected life, but this time they did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, yeah, the next story is we're going taking a trip back to the land of make believe. And Chris, I know you know this uh, WWE icon Terry Funk, who I even remember, passed away at the age of seventy nine. Uh, he had a fifty year career. I think he was involved with the WWE, the WCW, some Japan League. Um, his New Japan. Was, a wrestler ecw terry funk is a fucking legend and if anybody who's a little bit younger and is into professional wrestling and they don't know terry funk i highly recommend that you go and watch some old tape of terry funk this guy and what he put his body through for professional wrestling i mean there would be no mankind, no Mick Foley, if it wasn't for terry funk what this guy i wonder if that's why hulk hogan never went by terry 
is because it's like you can't do that. That guy is like such an icon he, before Hogan. I, I, yeah. I wonder if there was any anything with that because when yeah. you know Steve Austin Stone Cold, his real name is Steve Williams, but there was Doctor Death Steve Williams, so he yeah. changed it to Steve Austin. So maybe. You know, especially if it's sometimes if it's a weird name, you get yeah. the uh, like Elvis, Elvis Costello effect. But, that kind of but Terry Funk was awesome. And I mean, Terry Funk probably should have died about 20 years ago with what that man did to his body. Like I saw a documentary. His father and brother were wrestlers, Chris? Yeah, his, his brother was a wrestler. I, I don't really remember his father, but um, Dory Funk was his brother. Um, still, And there's no sport in the world or, you know, I would say job in the world either, whatever you want to call it. That is going to be so bad for your health. I mean, uh, those jobs have all been deregulated out of existence by OSHA into something else. You'd have to go back to the 20s and how dangerous the average job was before. It was more dangerous than being a professional wrestler, especially in that era, right? Terry Funk. That's crazy. Yeah. Terry Funk and Mick Foley in Japan had barbed wire matches. So instead of being ropes on the the ring, there was barbed wire. They had like explosives in the barbed wire. Shit would blow up on him. They would burn. Like Mick Foley had half of his ear ripped off in one of these matches. The shit that Funk did to his body for professional wrestling. They were also creative too with all that stuff too. Like you know, like those guys must have been like to come up constantly thinking. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Like like they were almost like evil geniuses coming up with weird ways. Like how much can we torture? Can we give each other and actually put a show on? You're right. Like nobody really, you know. Like that's that that's very and interesting. That's, those early days of pro wrestling, and that's what they did. They did it for the fans. And yeah. Terry Terry Funk is a legend, and he should be remembered for that. And and like I said, check out old Terry Funk uh, video for anybody that's not familiar with him. But I know where you're going with the next story, and this one is Another a little bit guy, heartbreaking. Right? Now, yeah. I, I'll be honest, I do not know this guy, but I do know he was uh, 36. Brought, is it Bray Wyatt? It's Bray was Wyatt. Wyndham Rotunda was his real name. Wyndham Rotunda. Wyndham, yes. Yeah, so I have no idea who this guy is, but I have seen his pictures, I believe. The time uh, he was with WWE, he was a champion there two times. Um, and yeah, his father was a wrestler also, uh, Barry Wyndham, who I do remember Barry Wyndham from the 80s well, and 90s. Do you remember um, IRS was. back in the 80s? Yeah, Barry Wyndham was his uncle. Um, you guys remember IRS, Erwin uh, R. Scheister? He was a, a, a pro oh, wrestler. Vaguely. Well, vaguely. That, that was his old man. Um, <clears throat> his brother, Bo Dallas, also wrestles. But Bray Wyatt started um, in NXT, which was a, kind of the minor league of uh, WWE at the time, as Husky Harris, um, you know, just a big dude that he was, he was okay. But then he went to NXT, and not since The Undertaker, in the whenever the Undertaker came in, then eighty late eighties, early nineties, has somebody been so creative with their character? Um, he started mm. uh, like he, he when he came to NXT, he was uh, Bray Wyatt, the, and he had the Wyatt family, which he had two guys with him, two huge dudes, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. And Luke Harper actually died about three years ago, four years ago now. But Bray Wyatt, and it was kind of like a sadistic cult leader. And that was, and he played it to perfection. He changed his character a couple of times in WWE. He became, uh, he had, he, you know, he started hosting his Firefly Funhouse, which was this little vignette that they would do, which was basically Pee Wee's Playhouse mixed with like, I don't know, Charles Manson family shit. Like he was oh. just sadistic. And it was really cool. Like he had these demented puppets and all this. He's like the shit. Rob Zombie of a wrestling. He, yes. Like. 
Yeah, yeah. I can see that was, yeah, his, I, that was his gimmick, you know. Kinda. Yeah, but he was fantastic and a very good wrestler for a big dude. Right. He can move. Main evented WrestleManias, fought Cena and Orton and Reigns, and right. uh, had just thirty six years old. He left WWE. He was cut by them during COVID just because of some, you know, uh, financial things. They brought him back. I think it was Survivor Series last year or one of the one of the pay per views. And he left and in February. They said right in February he left for an undisclosed illness. And they were expecting him back. Uh, and then the news came out yesterday that he died, and it was a heart attack. And it's a shame because he had were a couple they, kids. Such a young guy. People, unfortunately, think, like, oh, what happened to him? His yeah. substances, what was it? I was thinking. I, at, I don't know. I was thinking at first that it was, like, because they said undisclosed illness. And I kept thinking, maybe depression. Maybe this was suicide. Who I don't knows? know. Oh, there's so many but, things, too, especially with that kind of work. You could see how depressions, suicide, or heart attack right. at a, a really young age is all possible. They do so much physically, and a lot of them, too, also suffer mentally. Uh, that's been something that's really noticeable. Sometimes those go hand-in-hand. Hand. Guys with severe concussions, like the Mahabha Lee story and everything else, yeah. they will mess Chris with – Chris Benoit, uh, I mean – Yeah, they'll on. mess with your emotions, too, And Eddie so. Guerrero, I mean, he died around yes. the same age of a heart attack. But Bray Wyatt, that's sad, man. He was a – he had a, a – Really long, good career ahead of him, and it sucks at 36 that he's no longer going to be in WWE or at all wrestling. So, you know, Chris, you, know, you mentioned Eddie Guerrero. Um, yeah, you mentioned Eddie Guerrero. So, I was in, I don't know what year it was, it was a while back when he was still with us. Um, I was in the airport in Tampa. One of my friends knew who he was, I didn't even know who he was. Met up, went to him, got a picture and stuff. I tell you, man, you could just, this guy was so, I, I think he was in so much pain. Just you could just tell by the way he walked. I mean, yeah, he, was, he had it bad. I hate to say a lot of painkillers. I just I don't know, but you can just tell the dude was kind of shot. Yeah, I remember, yeah. I remember he, that about him. That's what Eddie, I kind of remember. That's, Eddie that's kind was, of yeah. Eddie was kind of known, especially in that time in WWE, of having some you know some demons, some substance issues and stuff, and it ended up getting the best of him. Uh, but you know, I don't know what happened with Bray if that was at all involved. But it's sad, man. He was awesome. Yeah. And I got one more thing for you guys. I know it's getting late, but I, yeah. I don't know if you guys saw this. I was just actually talking this on, on another show, but uh, Cardi B, did you guys see she was doing this performance, right? And I, I, never, I actually don't know any music from her, but I know who she is. She uh, was doing a performance, and I guess she got pissed at a fan and threw her microphone. Yeah, no, I, I did see threw- that. Yeah, why? I don't think but you why? can escape that. That that but, was pushed so hard. Like, why is this news? But why did no one care that when her microphone was flying through the air, this chick is still singing? Because it's all fucking fake backing tracks. Do you think anybody cares about that I mean, anymore? Do you, do you guys care? I really care about it. And I, I'm a Kiss fan, and I know there's some tracks going on there. I, hate that I don't thing. think I don't think a lot of fans do unless they're into certain genres of music. But like a lot of pop stuff in general, I think people have accepted a certain amount of that. I don't even know. You, I guess you let's say if you ask like a Taylor Swift fan, the average one, do they – put it as a point of pride that she does or doesn't i don't even know i don't think taylor you does go there for loud music and dancing i, like I it, wonder it just put the speakers on right i i know it's it you and i come a from wall, a, yeah i i could see how we all agree i yeah. hate it but yeah i wonder if a lot of people don't even care anymore you know the way they just they're kind of i see a lot of I think, kids today I think like millie vanilli like, feels vindicated I, right now yeah. right yeah well, I'll tell you, my, my, my daughter is a huge Taylor Swift fan and, and huge music fan. She goes to concerts constantly. I will ask her how she feels about it. She yeah, actually, you know what? I want to ask my kids, too. I feel like they're a little bit less uh, attached to that as like a standard of what's real and what's a good show and what's fair. 
you know? Yeah. Uh, they they kind of like, yeah, whatever. That, it also goes to the fact that when we were kids, if you had a band that a member died or left, it was a big deal. Now this guy's replaced in like three days. Nobody wow. really, nobody really cares as much. And I get it. It's just the way it is now. Like attention span is like, they say, if you put out a record now, if you put out a record, the, the shelf life is two weeks, you know, unless you're Taylor Swift, because my daughter even likes Taylor Swift. And she's Dude, only I can't even old. fathom all the changes of the music yeah, industry. It, it, there's been, it's yeah. been so crazy. I mean, it's such a huge topic. It's like when right? Stone Temple Pilots came out back out with us, Scott Weiland. It's like, you're not Stone Temple Pilots. That's just yeah. a couple of guys. You know, playing the same cool it's, it's, it's almost like it's most like of the you're band, doing the, the monkeys or something you know yeah. it's like somebody we still made care up about that fake... stuff but i don't well, think people now do i mean i love no. i love being able to just go onto an app and listen to any song from any album from any band i love that but yeah. i really miss the record stores and going shopping there i mean i would oh, spend God. hours in yes. the record store we still buy a certain and, amount of records a year yeah and, it, and, and I, it's just and it's stupid but it's like Cool. You know, we never bother buying cassettes because that art was small. Dude. And I, yeah. I mean, I collected more cassettes and CDs than I ever did records. But payday uh, Friday, it's not really nostalgia. It's about the art size and stuff. When I, I when I was in my twenties, every uh, Friday, every, every I payday, would, I would buy a new CD. Sam would, Goody or yeah, whatever. I go to Blockbuster absolutely. or whatever and buy a new CD just to you know to have some new music to no, listen you, to. And, absolutely, for a few years there as a kid, you did that like as your job. Like yeah. I'm constantly into oh, it music. Was, it was a collection all the time. too. There was pride yep. in that. I and if I couldn't a, buy it, I would borrow it. <laughs> I used to work at a balloon stand over on Seaside when I was really young. And I tell you, man, I would go up to the Union Jacks and I would just try to win tapes. And Yeah. Tapes. And the problem now is that for me, especially because I do always try to, if I really like a band, I try to buy the vinyl or something, you know, to support the band or whatever, because I'm a musician. I still I buy. I buy a lot. Yeah. But the problem is now is that same record that was like 20 bucks is now like 50 bucks. Yeah, no. I mean. Oh, records is not like a viable thing as a fan. Like I'm going to go to all records. First of all, before we get into the fact that I don't want to be around a record player in order to listen to music all the time. Um, I'm not even talking about that. Like the, like the cost of it now is yeah. definitely disproportional. It's not, and there's no way it's, it's a novelty. Yeah. We, that's why I said, uh, we buy like a certain amount of records. It's right. not a lot. Well, Obviously remember, most of the new stuff notes. you listen to is on like how many times Chris or Dan or Bob, did you guys yeah. read liner notes when you would like Bro, buy it was an album? Cool. If I got a new CD, I would sit in my room, put the CD in, open up the liner notes, read all the lyrics, listen to the whole thing. I mean, yeah, I mean, I loved it. What's what are you laughing at, Bob? <laughs> I just every show, like <laughs> it's the way I'm sitting, isn't it? Dan gets so comfortable. He's just and like disappearing it's like, into it's the like, corner. Shut up, man! We got Jimmy Dow coming on in a couple of days, dude. Oh sit no, up, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put this. <laughs> Jim, I, I want. Jim, I want you got a head flapping Canadian or what? This tiny head in the corner of your screen. Dan shows up in a bathrobe. It's a pair of eyes. So, Jim, I got my feet up. Dan has a 60-minute cap. We got to cut this off in 60 minutes or he falls down his chair. He disappears. All right. On that note, yeah, we're going to wrap it it up for tonight. So, um Guys, thank you so much for checking us out. Be sure to check us out on the Hockey Podcast Network or anywhere that you get your podcast. Uh, Give us a five-star rating. Give us a good review. It goes a long way to help us promote the podcast. Um, For Dan, Tony, Bobby, I'm Download, don't stream. Yes, download, don't stream. It goes a very long way uh, to promote our podcast and 
move this thing forward. So we appreciate Plus all you of our save listeners. your data and you don't stream. Yeah, that's true. And don't forget Bonus. any questions for Jimmy Dowd, send them to unclepuckers at gmail.com. We will have that show out sometime next week. Um, and we're the Uncle Puckers, and we will see you when we see you. Hey, if anybody wants Chris to do reads for them, oh, just give him an email. He'll do them for free. <laughs> That's right. man. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Wrong one. <laughs> no, the egg. It's not over. Yeah. Another 90. Yeah. Here we come. <laughs> do we have the closer? Uh, this is like behind yeah. the scenes footage. We right could just end this. Like this. We could just end this out. Peace. That's it. Fuck is out. Fuck is out.